the college football experience week five preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet head over sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA the boss. And you're listening to S G P N let it ride brother. Peace out. Boz out. Colby Swiggin' Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> Look, I know I said I thought last week was the best slate we had thus far this season. I will raise the stakes higher. This slate is better than last week's slate. I am joined by my co-host, former, former JMU Duke defensive back, and man, we have, I'm sure he's gonna want to mention that, but give it up for <laughs> the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Yes, week five is here. Week five is here. Some great fucking matchups. Yeah, yeah. Hurricanes that move games sometimes is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, disappointed they moved them to Sunday and not Thursday or Friday, but we do have a lot of uh, games we'll get to that have been changed. All right. Uh, third man in the booth with us, number one in all the land last week. All right, uh, give it up for the DFS God himself. Come play DFS with us. All right, we tweet out an invite to you, the listener, at TCE on SGPN. All right, don't be a bozo. Uh, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock given. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, guys? Living large and in charge. Week fire. Not week five, but week fire. Boom! First down. It is week fire. Not week five. Week fire because this is uh this slate kicks ass. I wish there would have been some more Tuesday, Wednesday games, as I'm sure you've if you follow our social media accounts, I have bitched about. Um, but I was glad to see one did sw- I mean, so three games have switched. South Carolina State, South Carolina. Liner, liner, <laughs> Matt Liner. Yeah, I don't know what I'm fucking talking about here. I've had one sip of whiskey. Um, you know what is that? That's like a, a Boston thing, right? Yeah. They put the hard R on the end of like. Well, they do it on everything. Let's be honest, but yeah. they put it on the. I remember my first sip of whiskey too, guys. <laughs> that game has moved to Thursday, and then uh, SMU UCF in Eastern Washington in Florida. That border battle moved to Sunday. Still, still chance. I, I mean, the Carolina schools. You wonder if, if maybe some shifting, some moving will be happening. You're there in Carolina, uh, so hopefully we'll see a video of you at some point. Like I've seen uh, some of these other people taking jet skis around their their streets and uh, sharks swimming in the yeah. waters. Take full advantage of the situation. Yeah. I mean, this is a. Uh, I'm like two hours from the coast. So I mean, yeah, we're gonna get a shit ton of rain, but it's not gonna be like those people down in Fort Myers or something. That is, it's wild down there, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah, dude. I see. Like, I've seen a couple clips of like people going downstairs in their house to their living room, and their living room's just completely full of water. <laughs> and then you see other nice. ones with like sharks going up the streets and you're just like, that Dude. one's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that driving next Look to a shark. Look out your bedroom window and there's a fucking shark. <laughs> <laughs> 
but guys, man, the chat is hopping big time. There's too many people to mention, but everybody thanks for jumping on. Weehawk says national beer drinking day. Well, well, hell Cheers to that guys, son of a Cheers bitch. I'm drinking whiskey over here. Yeah. We're all whiskeyed up over here. Uh, but this, this is, this slate is absolute fire guys. And I, I, we have some news as always to get to before we get into picking Real the quick, games. Though, we okay. still haven't gotten an update on the Florida state wake game, yeah. which is probably the most, the game that could have the biggest impact because Florida state is what a, a six point favorite, seven point, seven point yeah. favorite now at home. I don't understand that line, but I think it's too much as well. But uh I think uh I mean it wrong team may be favored. I think even though in, doesn't this play into Florida State's favor? I don't think so. I do because now, I, I thought I'm about a day behind on weather, but I thought that was gonna be gone out of Florida comes come Saturday. Well, I'm just saying like what Orlando is what, how many hours from Tallahassee? Why'd they move that game to Sunday? It's not know. that far from Tallahassee. A couple hours. Oh, did they move it to, uh, or why not move it to Sunday? No, no, no. UCF SMU oh, is on Sunday now. Yeah, that is playing at the Moon Bounce. Yeah, they moved that to Sunday, and I know Orlando's not that far from Tallahassee. I mean, I think it's a couple hours, but I mean, it's not. It's not like Miami to Tallahassee. Yeah. Tallahassee is going to be more affected on Saturday than Orlando would, and Orlando is still. You know, worried enough about hosting that game that they're going to move it to Sunday. Tallahassee, it's going to be kind of hitting, you know, on Friday and Saturday. They should move it to Thursday night. It's not too late, folks. Move it to Thursday or move it to Sunday. That's in like less than 24 hours. It it might be too late. (laughs) Or move it up to Wake Forest because as a Florida State hater, uh, I'd like to see a Florida these State people that lose over, the home field advantage. Yeah, these people that over like they they think like you need all this. It's just a game of football at the end of the day. All right. Let's go. All right. Move it to fucking third yards by 53 and a third yards. And I feel like we should touch base on that because I have a lot of news here, but I mean, uh, Bill Hancock, uh, I know, I mean, there's the uh, CFP meetings going on in Chicago right now uh, where I, I was, I did like to hear this news that uh, you know, this is regarding the 12 team playoff. They're trying to get it. I think done. I mean, 2026, it's a done deal, but I think they're trying to get it done in 2024. Uh, and he said he'd be also, uh, Bill Hancock said he'd be surprised if all four games in the first round would be on Saturday. He thinks each one will have their own window on weeknights. Right now, it's being Beautiful. tossed around Beautiful. Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. Now, th- here's the part where I bitch. Wow. You ready for this? I like that. That's right? crazy. But here's the part where I bitch. They're talking about moving the season up to week zero, which I don't have a problem there. So week one would be week zero, even though I still think. You shouldn't do that because you know the world is uh, apparently. Al Gore told me it's getting warmer. <laughs> um, but also, they're talking about moving the rivalry week before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Wa- yeah, to the week before. No one's going to be at home. That takes away all the tradition of rivalry. Week. Yes, it's uh, that's my big problem. Yeah. And look, they're like, we don't want to go that far into January. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Who gives a shit? You're already. You're, this is not about academics. Yeah. Just go into January. Yeah. Are you going to yeah. take away more of their school or, oh, you're going to make them come back to school early. But you apparently know? it's every, every conference commissioner is on board with that. I mean, I hope that doesn't happen because I like the egg bowl on Thursday. I like, uh, you know, I think they should, I I've said this forever. They should play air force and Navy or air force and army on Thanksgiving Thursday as well. They don't, but I'm saying on Friday, all those rivalry games, I grew up with Colorado, Nebraska, but you have all these other ones that happen on Friday. And then Saturday you get Auburn, Alabama and you get, uh, you get Michigan, Ohio state. There's no question that that weekend is supposed to better not fuck that up, man. They better not fuck that up. Yeah. And the other thing that infuriates me about it is two things. Well, one related to that though, uh, they refuse. They're saying you can't have the uh, first round of the playoff after uh, the, the conference championship weekend. Why they do that in the FCS and it works fine. They fill out the stadiums. It's at home sites. Anyway, those games are going to be completely packed. Yeah. You don't have to worry about filling out a bowl for attendance. You know what they're going to start doing too. I guarantee you this, the committee is going to favor the places in warm destinations. So if like Iowa's could play a home game, they're going to change that. And and if it's Iowa and Mississippi state on the fence, they're going to do it in Starkville instead of Iowa city. And that sucks ass, but that's an argument to be made in a couple of years. Um, Nick, your thoughts on uh, that, all that a- action, minor details. 
uh, I'm flexible guys. Uh, you know, with me, a lot of times I'm traveling the weekend of Thanksgiving oh, fuck and you. doing, doing family <laughs> stuff. And so if anything, maybe that works even better. For no, me, no. Think about before you had your little family there, right? When you were <laughs> growing up, you like to have yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday college football, even the Tuesday night maxion before you have yeah. the day off. On turn. It's easy oh. to see a tide turn. You're disgusting. Uh, yeah. You're lucky I can't up. mute your mic from here. Uh, <laughs> Look, you have Friday yeah. off. That's why you could put a 9 a.m. Uh, West Coast, 12, a noon kick on Friday and still get amazing viewership. Uh, for a rivalry game, first and off, Colby's going to find something to complain about. Nothing's ever going to be perfect <laughs> and, uh, unless he constructs every detail himself. Well, that, he's gonna I be, am, he's I am about something. I am in the middle. I am campaigning, uh, campaigning for me to be a commissioner of college football. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just saying. Stranger things have happened. All right. Stranger no. things have. No, they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Fucking the rock owns a football league right now. You think when he was like, Hey, I'm going to start wrestling. That are you going to be owning a fucking football league? Touche. Well, hey, One if day. Donald yeah. Trump can become president, Colby can become commissioner. That's what I'm talking <laughs> well, about, there baby. Go. There you go. Let's go. Make college football great again, folks. Uh, <laughs> all right. Other news. Um, well, Jeff Collins is fired and their athletic director is fired at Georgia tech. Brent key is the interim head coach. Uh, Georgia tech, you know, they did win a national championship in 1990. They did have a lot of winning seasons with, with Chan Gailey and Paul Johnson took them to two orange bowls NC Nick. What should Georgia tech do this off season? Hire a better coach, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Chadwick, maybe uh, Chad. Well, Chad, Chad well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jamie yeah. Chadwell, maybe Chad. Well, and they were just, uh, what is he? Brian silver, yeah, silver, silverfish. You, you coming at uh, Chadwell now. Right. Uh, no, apparently a lot of coastal was Carolina, that, was that Jeff Chadwick, the old wide receiver. That is true for the Detroit lions back in the eighties. Chadwick yeah. they, they, they look similar. They both have a mullet. <laughs> okay. There you go. That, that's Jeff Chadwick's probably fucking dead now, dude. He's like 75 years old. Uh, yeah. I'm you, what, yeah. Back then he looked the same as, as Chad well does now <laughs> who knew Chadwick was a mullet mullet, uh, kind of, kind of name. But what do you think Georgia tech should do? Well, yeah. Hire a better coach. Go to the triple options. Obviously an option. Jeff Munkin. <clears throat> Hello. Do you think Hello. they really go back to the triple option? No. I well, well do I that. mean, do you, do they want to go back to winning? Yeah. I I'm mean, not saying should they or not. I just don't think they will. Yeah. I think they probably fancy themselves as a sexier program than that. They're they uh, have tough academics. You want your edge. It's right fucking there for you. Two orange bowls. Yeah. That's true. Georgia Southern did it to amazing success. Not far away. Don't get me started on this, but uh, prime times out there, bring him back to Atlanta. That could be fun. Uh, what I was saying is uh, Chadwell, apparently coastal Carolina recruits Georgia really heavily. So he's probably already familiar with the, that recruiting ground, bring him in. Plus he's got like that high tech system that those nerdy guys at Georgia tech be more likely to understand and, you know, make happen. So I think that could work. You think it could work? I don't know. In, I mean, in the chat, Keith Landry says Graham Harrell, go go all air raid. Oh boy, I Just mean, go the I opposite guess, direction with it. I guess the only way that would work is be. I mean, I could see that working because no one in the ACC really does air raid, right? Is that right? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I think you're right. So, where do you think Scott Frost will land? Georgia Georgia Tech's probably too big of a job. I said Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, I, I, South Florida, or could could work. I could see him at South Florida. Yeah, that would fit. I, that would fit. Um, I would like to see uh, him at Liberty, so we could have Freeze and Frost on the same staff. Oh, I Hell. like that Freeze and Frost. That's <laughs> I, I'm on board there. I like that. Get a little rivalry. Now, who's Liberty's rival? There is none, right? Yeah. Should be like BYU or, or Baylor. Baylor should be Liberty's rival. Let's be honest. Um. All right. Well, uh, other news we got. Um, Boise State. Hank Bachmeyer transferred because they they also fired offense coordinator Tim Plow. Uh, freshman Taylor Green will start for the Broncos. It is panic mode, and that's uh, something to watch now. With with wh whether it's Collins gone at Georgia Tech, Jeff Sims, pretty talented quarterback, he probably will hit the portal. I would imagine. And you saw Ryan Van Dyke get benched in Miami. You wonder if he hits the portal. But Bachmeyer, I still believe he's a really good quarterback in the right system. It, he yeah. looked awful this year. He looked awful this year. He didn't look comfortable. But I I saw what I saw a couple of years ago. I was like, whoa! He's been a solid quarterback yeah. for a while. He didn't Good look great last year either. Like we remember watching the first game as a freshman. He came on. He came in against Florida State. Was was somebody hurt or they got hurt during the game? But yeah, 
we were like, damn, like, this guy's a freshman coming out here, you know, lighting up the Seminoles. So I, I definitely expected a, a better career. He's been dealing with a lot of injuries too in his sophomore and junior year. You years. know who can fix all that? Jeff Tedford, quarterback yeah. whisperer. Aaron Rodgers. He made Kyle Bowler a fucking first round pick. All right. Jake Hayner's gone after next year. Transfer. He's and Bachmeyer's a California kid. Hey. There's another name. Purdue. That's true, Brom. If uh, especially if uh, Aiden O'Connell's gone, which I think he is. I think he's, I think he's a senior here. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think he's a very talented quarterback. I wouldn't be uh, like shit. The Colorado Buffalo should be calling him now, but that would probably be a suicidal move for him. But uh, either way, Boise uh, starting uh, Taylor Green and the Mountain West seems down, but yet up for grabs. Should be an interesting week. Colorado State in the Mountain West. Man, they lost uh, uh, one of their starting. Their projected starting wideouts uh, in the portal a couple of weeks ago. Now Melquan Stovall and Ty McCullough hit the portal. Those are a couple. I mean, Stovall came over from Nevada. What's right. going on in Fort Collins year one? Fort Air Raid not well, not really doing it there. What is the perk of of hitting the portal mid season? No, if you do it right now, you can still salvage a year. Uh, without yeah, is that is that the first four weeks or something? Is I believe so. I believe so. So. That was the point of that, I okay. believe. Yeah. Okay. So is uh, that, that's done now. That that's. Done I believe so. Like I, be, I okay. believe so. Yeah. Um, Colorado State's been a mess. Um, I don't know for this season. I mean, they. I was telling Patty C this because I took the over, and I know. I think you locked it up, Nick. I did, but <laughs> foolishly. <laughs> There's still wins out there. I think they still have like Hawaii and. I mean, right now it looks like they can't beat anybody. But I'm saying, like, there's There's some really bad teams. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about six six. out there. But (laughs) wow, which is crazy because the Mountain West is down right now. If there is every year to take advantage of that, but that's what I'm saying. Like some of those games where you're like, if they're playing New Mexico, I mean, I actually think New Mexico is better than Colorado State. But I'm just saying, like, you look at New Mexico, you look at uh, you know Hawaii, you look at some of these other games, Nevada, and you say, well, shit. They could somehow, if they could start winning, winning's contagious. That's what they say, guys. All right. It is. Didn't, I mean, didn't Fauci say that? <laughs> they got Trump and Fauci kind of mixed together there. Uh, Apparently, Colorado State players must be wearing masks because they haven't caught that yet. <laughs> they haven't caught like much. That. They haven't caught any. Those receivers must have been wearing masks because they didn't catch shit all year. Uh, uh, Nevada, Utah State, and Hawaii, their next three games. That's three wins. That's a there you go. Maybe, maybe <laughs> to get rolling. That's what I'm saying you can't, you can't. It's a long season. All right, we saw Kansas last year do it. Uh, other news: Texas Tech was fined fifty grand by the Big Twelve for storming the field in Lubbock. Shout out to the Lubbock-based bank that picked up the tab on that. Nice. More, we need more. We need more. Uh, Why more banks to do the that. Field? What the hell? It's, they're trying to make college football terrible. These <laughs> fucking losers. You know what I mean? It, it, look, the world is not fun, super safe. All right. It's not fun. Let them party. All right. This sounds, sounds like Jimmy V when ECU stormed the fucking field in, uh, in Raleigh. All right. Hey, shout out to Danny Cannell on that note for saying the game of football is not entirely safe at all times. Let's accept that you these know? penalties this year, this year, more than last year, this year, more than ever. How many fucking targeting penalties? I mean, did you guys watch the Iowa State Baylor game? Yeah. No, I was hammered in Boone. Oh, that's right. You <laughs> went to the you went to the App State JMU game. I, I, I figured we might as well get that out the way. Yeah. yeah. Congrats, JMU. Oh, uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but yes, there were a ton of a uh, ton of uh, oh, man. terrible calls. They gotta fix that. Mike Campbell seems like generally a pretty like calm dude. This gets know? me. This gets me to my next point. The NCAA. Said that they they issued they want the game to move faster, and and they were are considering a running game clock the whole game. Hey, here's an idea: don't throw a fucking targeting every three minutes. Yeah, and then review it for help. ten minutes. Yeah, that would help. It, that, that's I'm nonsense. All for the game not lasting four plus hours, so it, I'm with them there. Well, look, there's just I, better ways to accomplish that. Yes, I mean uh, running clock. Is a horrible idea to me. That is an absolutely horrible we, we idea. We saw that in the yeah. USFL and really didn't have that much of an impact. I, I I'm fine with the running clock. It just in the last like two or five minutes of the game, 
you yes. know, yeah. or of a quarter or the half. And, 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 and certainly I think the game. that would probably happen. I, I don't not, think not the whole game. All right. Now you can take your USFL sample and shove it up your ass, buddy. All right. Um, <laughs> like we talked about that. You were, you were very anti and then it happened and you're like, yeah, I really didn't notice. But it. that's the I'm USFL. Like, Maybe the fourth quarter. You need to be able you to, you want to be a, a, a spring league or something do all that shit there. I want to watch football the way we know it to be. Jeez. Uh, next up uh, Stanford running back, EJ Smith, son of Emmett Smith. He's out for the season. Mm. Tough blow for for your boy Patty C. Stanford, uh, classic, uh, great top five all time leading rushing NFL players, sons at Stanford, and that's just Barry Sanders and Emmett Smith having less they had success. McCaffrey. Did they have? Uh, but yeah, Christian he, McCaffrey was, was was Ed McCaffrey's son, right? Okay, Touché. lineage. They believe in lineage. They do there. believe in lineage. Uh, how about this? UConn is so thin at running back. Remember Nathan Carter, by far their best player in their team. If you watch UConn football, he's out indefinitely. Jim Mora Jr. said he is considering starting a six foot, three hundred pound defensive lineman, Jelani Stafford, at running back <laughs> because yeah, two point <laughs> because he played running back in high school some, and his tape is pretty impressive. I hope this happens. UConn would be must watch TV for me. And remember his dad. His dad coached Ironhead Hayward on the New Orleans Saints. So you, you go. gotta love the huge guy with the silky I'll smooth let hips. Let this happen. Please, football <laughs> gods. Please, football Jerome gods. Jerome Bettis. Yes. Ironhead Hayward. <laughs> uh other news in that same game, Jake Hayner is out for Fresno. Logan Fife will start at quarterback. What a what a quarterback name. Uh for the Bulldogs as they play their their regional game against Yukon. Uh, also five-star Luther burden from Missouri, <laughs> from Missouri. Uh, this one uh, questionable for the game. And we don't really know why I know he wiped everything from social media. What the fact he's a, affiliated with the Missouri tigers. How I long mean, ago? Well, had didn't he I just, didn't I just call this out? I said next year <laughs> he he'll be starting for USC. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Such a I, 2022 move to like, you know, wipe your social media clean. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. If you're going to go, just come out and say you're, say you're leaving. You know, it's all these like subtle hints. And that game was by far the most hilarious game of the weekend. My favorite game of the weekend. I watched it again this past in the week. <laughs> that was I definitely it. that was the fucking greatest game the of the season. most idiotic ending maybe of it. the year. <laughs> I loved it. It was absolutely fantastic. If you get a chance, folks, the replay, YouTube TV. You you know you should have access to that. That you, was awesome. If you're a running back and you're going toward the end zone, and your two options are go out of bounds, no. one foot short of the end zone, and have first and wait, goal at the one. Wait, but that's your problem. Or throw the ball out of the end zone. Once uh, again, we differ here. My problem is with 45 seconds left before the game goes to overtime. Eli Drinkowitz at the two and a half oh, yard line. That's a coaching decision. Elects to kick a field goal when you could just do a quarterback sneak and score. He had he had timeouts too. Sure, sure. <laughs> I definitely think from a coaching standpoint, you're right that that's probably. that was the more mind numbing. I was sitting there being like, well, wait, what? Why would you not just tr- just try to do a quarterback sneak? Yeah. And you're like, well, there's a risk. There's a risk of that. And I'm the- like, well, what do you mean? There's a risk when you kick a fucking field goal. <laughs> I, I would say, I would say though, you could get killed walking your doggy. <laughs> I mean, at what percentage of extra points go through the uprights? And I would say probably 95%. So you had a 95% chance in that situation of hitting that field goal. And you just happened to hit the 5% probably more than they that. had two timeouts. You at least take a chance punch, at running in a touchdown. Try to yeah, sure. I get it. And I, I kind of agree with you. I, kind I, of. I, I do agree with you, but I, I'm saying I, I didn't hate it as like oh, think I it hated it. the dumbest thing I thought I'd it ever was like seen. waving a white flag. You're setting up to win the game with an, a thing that you have a 95% chance of accomplishing. I mean, and you also have a 95% chance of gaining a yard. What happened? Maybe more. What happened when <laughs> Florida state was trying to punch it in against uh, LSU? Earlier in the okay, they uh, fumbled. Do I need to bring up Tony Romo dropping the fucking hold? We see this all the time. Okay, the odds are the same. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, the odds are the same. There you go. So why not use? Why is one idiotic and the other not idiotic? Why not use all three? Because you could fumble on one of them. Uh, You could fumble on the kick, Pat. You're less likely to fumble on a super like routine play. You you play to win the game. I don't know. You can win with the field goal. You're talking about. Uh, you Either have one. timeouts. You can still, t- you can do all of them. You can do, you can do two quarterback sneaks. I agree with you. It's and fine. then kick the field it's, goal. I'm just saying whatever that was. All I know is that uh, I don't want to say this too early because we are still young into the season, but 
I think Missouri fans and Michigan State fans might want to apologize. Yeah, that's true. I want to fucking. They were, they were coming at us. I, I need a John Deere letter for that. Uh, I need a John Deere letter for that apology <laughs> for those Michigan State fans. You know, <laughs> John Deere. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, we got some games to pick or what? Yeah, let's yeah, pick. Let's it. pick some winners. Oh no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a couple more things. Ain't it? Smith. Anus Smith, the wide receiver for Texas A and M, is out for the year. Got to touch base on that. And also Northwestern. Ryan Field, that's been there since 1926, being ditched, demolished, and destroyed in Northwestern, announcing they're going to have a new stadium outdoors. So credit there. But yeah. what the fuck are they doing, man? You got history there, all right? Not much history, but you have a, a lot have of history. history. You're there, there's a hundred years of history. I don't like it either. I was you that know, stadium's fucking great. Backing you up. I mean. It's not going to make a difference if the fans don't yeah. show up. I don't sh- think it, they're not showing up because the stadium. Yeah, I think they're not showing up because they don't like Northwestern football. Yeah. Well, now there'll be a canopy, so they don't have to worry about sunlight or rain. Yeah, no, that shit sucks for pansy Northwestern fans. That might be a difference maker. That's tr- those, John, that's- John McDevitt, hilarious comedy. <laughs> Reminds me of the old days where the college experience was just Colby and Patty C arguing for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> You must have been uh, listening to the David Robinson Akeem Olajuwon yeah, episode. Yeah. That was that was like a three three episode like argument. <laughs> that was. We can do that again. That was when COVID hit. We had no content. That's true. <laughs> we had no content, so we would argue like, dude, Duran Cherry was better than Ronnie Lott in the in the '89 season, right? Uh, <laughs> anyway. Folks, uh, we're going to get to our picks right now. I want to tell you though, that the college football experience week five preview and picks episode is brought to you by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by promo guy.us. Yeah. Promo guy.us is the best place to go. If you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. And I gotta say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you, you know, what team is probable to win, but more like uh, where you'll get the best odds, how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. So go to promo guy.us and check out their hundred percent tracked, transparent and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promo guy.us. All right, Thursday night, folks. Look, I know I'm one of these assholes that really kind of roots for hurricanes. It sounds bad. <laughs> sounds really bad. But I want Just more not weekday. Miami or, or, or Tulsa? I, <laughs> that too. Right? Maybe Tulsa. Uh, uh, but, you know, I want more weekday <laughs> games. So I, you know, I remember back in August, I was saying, man, I hope we get a, a decent sized hurricane that can, uh, that can move some games around. Hope everyone's safe. I don't, <laughs> I'm not wishing death upon everybody, but, but definitely want destruction. Yeah. Yeah. I just want some games moved around. So we get more weekday games. Well, one of the people, or I don't know, one of the games, listen to me, South Carolina state heading to Columbia, South Carolina. This is supposed to be a Saturday game. Uh, South Carolina State one and two coming off of a uh, fourteen point loss to Terrell Furman Jr.'s North Carolina A and T guys. Uh, now they head to Columbia, South South Carolina to take on the Gamecocks, who Patty C's convinced they look like future national champions. <laughs> I think this team still looks like shit when I see them. Um, however, I don't think they're going to get tested here. But the line is sitting there at uh, what is it thirty seven and a half. Yeah. South Carolina is laying 37 and a half and I guess I'll take it. <laughs> Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to lay the points. Uh South Carolina State has played UCF uh week 1. They lost by 46. They played Clemson early in the year last year. Again, they lost by 46. And it's not like UCF or, or last year Clemson had great offenses, neither does you know, South Carolina, the Gamecocks, but I think it's, I think South Carolina state is just completely overmatched when it comes to these uh, FBS schools, especially one in the sec. So give me the Gamecocks to cover. Yeah. And I still won't be impressed after this because this win means nothing. True. Yes, uh, Patty, see what are you doing here? Hard to take anything away from this. Congratulations. I guess it's an in-state game. So you give them a pass a little bit, but Spencer Rattler pads those stats a little bit and South Carolina covers. Uh, Thursday night. We do have a game. I don't care. 
that that Utah State's struggling. I think this is an awesome game. All right. They've been playing this game since 1922, folks. BYU leads the all-time series 50 to 37, but BYU is just 3 and 2 in their last 5 and the old wagon wheel is at stake, Patty C. Oh man. Gunnar Romney is also back for his first game of the season, but I believe Puka Nakua is still a question mark. Um Utah State heading into Provo, catching 24 and a half currently. Uh, Utah State uh, last week was interesting. They outgained UNLV by over a hundred yards, but lost by double digits because they threw five interceptions. Hmm. That's not good. That's not good. Ouch. That'll do it. Make make no mistake, they're bad. I mean, they're they're really bad. But are they getting a little bit better? Was it was that a game a sign of getting a little bit better? Yeah, and we saw Wyoming, you know, cover against uh, against BYU. Now this game, they're calling for rain in this game, so. Hmm. Uh, that's awesome. And BYU uh, won in Logan last year, thirty-four to twenty. Utah State currently zero and four ATS, second most penalized team in the country. Yeah, give me the points. That that hook, they're baiting me with that hook, and I'm going to take it. That Utah State team last year won the Mountain West. This yeah. is a different Utah State team. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm I'm borderline locking BYU on this one, but. Uh, you said it was what? 24 and a half. Yeah. I'll, ta- I'll take the 24 and a half. I'm taking the points too. Certainly. Certainly don't love well, it. The rivalry like game. Said, you take points in the rivalry games. Pretty, pretty much. Uh, maybe uh, Provo. It's in Provo. Yeah. They're going to slap them around. 24 points is nothing. BYU covers easy. 24 and a half, 24 and a half. Either way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't forget that half. that half. That half was a big deal for me it is important, but I'm on the Cougs. Wow, going with the Cougs, he's not locking it. Okay, those are our two Thursday games at the moment. Hopefully, like I said, maybe they move Wake Forest, Florida State, uh, to to Thursday. Um, before we, before we get into Friday, Patty C, I didn't forget, man. I owe you three shots. Look at this, man. and he I thought it was it yeah, word, none of it. the fans brought that up. There you go. What, what are you working with there? Is that vodka? What is that? Tito's. Looks... Uh, yeah, okay. I'm, a, I'm usually a bourbon guy, but I don't, I don't shoot bourbon. So here's Tito's. All right, here's oh, okay. one. Here. There we go. Austin, Texas, though those filthy Boom. Longhorns. All right, one uh, down. <laughs> That's when it was uh, twenty-eight ten. Ooh, ooh, there we go. Okay. So later in the episode, we'll get to yeah. like, uh, well, when, when I read the ads next 28, 25, we'll get to, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. there's going to be three shots for each of the touchdowns. JMU scored in the second half. Boom. Ooh, ooh, there ooh, it is. Ooh. All right. Well, look Friday nationally televised game. We have, uh, we have six nationally televised D one college football games on Friday. And if you thought I was going to over, you know, overlook this one, you're fucking foolish because Penn travels to Dartmouth. Yes, they've been playing this rivalry game since 1896. 1896. Penn has a 10 game lead all time against Dartmouth, but Dartmouth's won four in a row. Penn is 2 and 0 coming off a 12-0 shutout over Lafayette where Quakers quarterback Aiden uh Sayin, Saven, I don't fucking know how to pronounce his name, threw for 196 and a score. Meanwhile, Dartmouth 1 and 1 on the season. Coming off an overtime loss to Sacred Heart in a game they were favored in by 15 points, Dartmouth quarterback Nick Howard was eight of 16 for 120 a touchdown and two picks, but he did have 186 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. Uh, this line currently at Win Bet sitting at Dartmouth minus 13 and a half. Ivy League Fridays football is back, baby. Patty C, what are you doing here? I don't know, but I feel like these two teams are on the outskirts of Ivy League country. Pennsylvania and New Hampshire. I really feel like it's like Boston, Connecticut, and Rhode Island centric. So you get out there, you don't know what's gonna happen in a game like this. Uh I'm gonna lean uh I'm gonna lean Dartmouth. It's easy to see a tide turn. I'm taking the Quakers and the points. I don't know right? what the hell I'm talking about in this game. Listen all to right? him if you actually give me the I'm Quakers and the shit. points plus three seventy five on the I'm, money line. What's that? How many points? How many points again? What's the line? Thirteen and a half. I almost feel like they are baiting you here too. I'm gonna go Dartmouth. Big Green. They got the mm. offense that can cover this. Mm, there you go. There you go. All right. Next up on Friday, same time. This game's this game's fan been really fun. I think what was it two years ago? It was an awesome game, one of the better games of the college football season. Tulane travels to Houston. The series goes back to 1968, folks. Uh, 
Houston just three and two in their last five, despite dominating this series. Uh, Houston only beat Rice by seven last week, and meanwhile, Southern Miss, a game that uh, me and NC Nick caught on the money line. Southern Miss upset Tulane as a 13-point dog. Houston currently laying, as I am seeing, two and a half at home against the Green Wave. What are you doing here, NC Nick? Yeah, I think one thing this year we're seeing is that we're seeing letdown games. We're seeing big upsets, and then the following week, the team that upsets the you know the Power Five school has a letdown. That's exactly what happened to Tulane last week against Southern Miss. They should have won that game. I mean, uh, if you look at it, uh, they had what twenty six to thirteen first downs, uh, four hundred fifty one yards to just two hundred fifty three for Southern Miss. The one difference was the, you know, they, they committed one turnover and that was a pick six. And that was really the difference in the game and why they lost to Southern miss. So I like them to bounce back here. I want to go with the road team. I think Tulane can win this. I think they're overall, they're just slightly better than Houston this year. I agree. I think Tulane is the better team. I'm riding with Tulane. I agreed too. your boy. Uh, Michael Pratt is golden locks. Golden locks uh, are going to get, get it done. They're going to come back. I do think there was a letdown spot. There's probably Tulane's biggest win in God knows how long against Kansas state um, Houston. Meanwhile, a triple overtime win against UTSA and a seven point win against rice. I don't know. Also, their best player is questionable. Nathaniel tank Dell, the receiver. Yeah. You pay attention to that too. Uh, the only thing that scares me is the national spotlight at Houston. Uh, some of Holgerson's answers in the press conference, blaming his team and not himself. Sounds, sounds about right. Sounds <laughs> on brand, but uh Tulane, I got a feeling my guy's going to come back here. Um, well, I see the chat and the chat is highly entertaining tonight. As I saw, I saw it's live, man. Yeah. I saw Hunter morale saying I'm on NyQuil about to pass out. We'll watch the rest tomorrow. <laughs> look, look. Definitely, definitely a wild one. Let me guess. He's not sick. He's just, he's just drinking that purple drink. You know That's what right. I mean? <laughs> Sipping on some scissors. Shout out to Jamarcus Russell. He approves. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm on Tulane here. Next up, folks. I'm curious if you guys are going to join me on this one. But the Roadrunners of UTSA travel down to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium, the best name in fucking the best name for a stadium in America, uh, to take on the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Who? I mean, did you see that stat line by Chase Cunningham? 16 yeah. completions for over 400 yards. <laughs> That's Tecmo Bowl numbers. Didn't he have like four <laughs> passes of over 60 yards or something? That is complete tech. That's Tecmo Bowl when you drop back yeah. and you just fire to Jerry Rice. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wait, you buy time and you just fire that laser to Jerry Rice and he jumps up and catches the ball. Unbelievable. Uh, so um, I am, uh, I am taking you to the land down under. Look, Middle Tennessee beats their first ever ranked opponent. You got to fade them here. UTSA's three and one all time against uh, Middle Tennessee. They're going to come in there. They 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 had Texas Southern last week. Nice little tune up game. UTSA covers on the road in Murfreesboro. Let down spot. What are you doing here, Patty C? I am inclined to agree with you. I mean, UTSA again. The Houston loss, triple overtime loss, could have been a win. So. Three and one, they would have been the loss to Texas. Understandable. Middle Tennessee, a decent squad though. Did get rolled by JMU. Let's point that out. <laughs> trying to trying to pad JMU's resume. Let's put that in there. But uh, <laughs> I agree with you. I think UTSA covers. Nick, yes, uh, the same thing I said about uh, Tulane Houston applies here. You fade the team coming off the big upset, and that's Middle Tennessee State. Uh, I'll lock it up with you. I was kind of on the fence with the lock, but it, and I see it's been going down a little bit. I think it opened at like minus five or minus five and a half. So do it, man. Road meet me, NC Nick, and myself taking the Roadrunners at Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Sounds like most of the chat, too. Hell yeah, guys. There we go. NC Nick might be doing a shot at Johnny Red Floyd next. Uh, Patty C, you want to lock it up with us, or are you just going to sit there like a coward? <laughs> a lot of peer pressure. I don't give into the peer pressure anymore. It's not never worked out. It has worked out. I wish I'd given into the peer pressure on the Kansas over this year, uh, but no, I'm going to stay put. 
All right, next up, San Diego State travels to the Smurf turf. San Diego State, I mean, look, it wasn't pretty, but those Toledo Rockets thought they could just come into the snapper. Nobody comes into the snapper and gets a dub. All right. Uh, San Diego State's four and three all time against Boise, two, including two and one on the Smurf turf. But Braxton Burmeister, the guy who made Hendon Hooker transfer to Tennessee, he threw for a nice solid 65 yards and a pick against uh, a Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> how did, how would anybody ever think Braxton Burmeister <laughs> is better is than Hendon Hooker? Hooker? Justin Fuente, what's worse, that or the uh, Bo Nix over Malik Willis? That's huh? pretty bad too. But <laughs> Bonix, uh, Bonix is better than Burmeister at least. I agree. I agree. Oh, so I think Burmeister over Hooker's worse, but both are bad. But San Diego State, as much as uh, you know, I I was telling Patty C, I got to watch like one of the local. You know how like the coach has the local show. They had the San Diego State one on and we threw it on in the office here, and Brady Hoke was talking about how he doesn't want to be such a a run heavy team. He wants to open it up, <laughs> open it up, open it up. And I'm like, what do you mean? You you've only won like 11 games every fucking year. You've yeah. had this approach, right? Uh, either way, now maybe, you open it up and you get 65. Yeah, you opened it up for 65 yards and a pick. <laughs> and meanwhile, Jordan Bird, who only who had 115 yards rushing. 7.2 yards a carry because he didn't get that many carries, two scores. What am I missing here? <laughs> what am I missing? You fucking bozo. You know what I mean? Like, just do what you do. Do yeah. what you do. You're you're winning eleven games every year. Uh Boise also, like I said, Tim Plow, the OC gone, Bachmeyer gone. They're starting the freshman quarterback. It's on the Smurf turf. I went back and forth on this game. I'm actually gonna lay the six with Boise. This is the disappoint disappointing bowl. Both of these teams typically way better than the San Diego State. What what's the number on them? Seven and a half this year, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, they're still they're in a decent. I mean, someone's got to win these. Mountain this West is a games. big game. This, this is, is a big huge game. game. I mean, look, they still have Hawaii and Nevada the next two weeks. Like, there's a solid chance if they win this, they're going to be five and two. And then they, even after that, will they get Fresno with Hainer? Who knows? Then they get UNLV. That's a winnable games. I mean, really, they could go. They could still win ten. <laughs> Friday night on the Smurf yeah, turf. Paul's everything because Nagel's Bagel says if I get the Justin Verlander doppelganger treatment, and if so, where's Kate Upton? <laughs> uh, you know, um, I'd like to know where Kate Upton is. Here. <laughs> uh, that's quality. Shout out to Nagel's Bagels. Um, right. I interrupted. Pat, yeah. you see, you were saying something. Ah, uh, now you got me thinking about Kate Upton's <laughs> voluptuous body. Uh, Insano in the chat saying San Diego State's top rusher has more yards uh, that <laughs> rushing than Burmeister has passing. <laughs> yeah, Dude, both teams are sitting at two and two. Uh, very disappointing for teams that that you know had thoughts that they could win this conference. I think one thing that matters here is is the home field advantage at Boise. Uh, so I'm gonna roll with you, Colby. Yeah, the Aztecs are 130th passing team in America, averaging 73.8 passing yards per game. What is this? The 1920s? Come on. <laughs> well, no, what's crazier is that he's doubling down on passing. What's How many attempts did he is... have though to get to 65 yards? <laughs> I don't even, I can pull that up. Hang on. Give me five seconds. If he's throwing the ball 20 times, 25 times and coming with 65 yards, then yeah, they he got, was they... 13 of 24 Jeez, for 65, 65 yards. yards on 24 attempts. That's <laughs> <laughs> what? Less than three yards in attempt, <laughs> dude. San Diego State was one of twelve on third down, and they won. <laughs> this is the football's shit back, baby. <laughs> and now you expect them to go into Boise. I mean, even with Boise not being your typical Boise, and and win win or cover, I, I don't think so. Come on, Broncos. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm actually rolling against you guys. Uh, not very impressed with Boise, and I think that's too many points. Give me the Aztecs. Mm. Give me our gals. Uh, the chat was mentioning the over unders at thirty nine, which is probably upset. You know, that's crazy. <laughs> that's like a service academy game. Uh, I'm, I, let's. I think we should lock the over on that, right? They're gonna. Someone's gonna score. Boise will block punts or something, right? <laughs> thirty nine. I mean, I'd, I'd lean over, uh, but I'm not gonna bet that. They gotta hit the over here. You would think. You would think three. Out I of mean, San Diego State's running backs are really talented. So if they just get one hole, they could fucking take one to the house. You would think I'm on the over. Let's fucking take the over. All right. Should we lock that? I don't do overs and unders. That's that's why you guys are the overall champions of the week. You guys do it all. I'm a spread guy only. <laughs> I say spread it and let's dive in. All right. 
Uh, this guy doesn't do over unders. Who the fuck is this guy over here? Next up, all right, we're taking you to Pasadena, where I actually turned down free tickets to this game because fuck you, Rose Bowl. All right, fuck you, UCLA fans. All right, that 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 kicked me out for cheering for UCLA too much. UCLA is a this this line has been all around, but UCLA is currently catching three, a home dog plus one twenty on the money line against the Washington Huskies. Um, I am so fucking tempted. I actually, I already bet this at minus two and a half at three. You know what? I still don't give a fuck. Let's go. I'm with you. I'm taking Washington minus three. UCLA is fool's gold. Yeah, I'm with you. Lock it up. Lock it up. Nick. Fool's gold. What? I mean, you weren't convinced with their win over uh, Alabama State or Bowling Green or Colorado or the close <laughs> win over South Alabama. They only covered against Colorado. They should have <laughs> lost to South Bama. You were locking it with us. Now, now I'm going to say that it's not like Washington's beat a bunch of top ten schools either. True. I mean, who's their best win? Stanford. At least they played two Power Fives. <laughs> but I mean, not they're not good Power Fives. I mean, I mean the fact Colorado. That- they should have beaten Michigan State by twenty. Or no, 30 they were points. up a lot. They yeah. caught off the dogs. Like uh, I'm taking Washington, but I'm not going to lock it up. Uh, I do think the number one passing team in America just has more success offensively than the Bruins. Patty, seeing myself locking up Washington minus the points in. I mean, this isn't even. This is their first road trip, but is it a road trip? Probably fifty-fifty <laughs> yeah. fan base. Give me Washington minus three. All right, uh, damn! I'm hitting you with these Friday locks because this next one, currently, the Death Star UNLV, a team of destiny, three and one. They haven't been three and one since fucking Randall Cunningham played for them. I feel like uh, New Mexico coming into town, fresh off of a goose egg in Baton Rouge, as they lost thirty-eight nothing to Brian Kelly's bunch and his family. Uh, <laughs> This line is at 14 and a half. UNLV leads the all time series 13 to 12. Patty C. That's a, that's a little border battle that's getting slept on. <laughs> there that. you go. Uh, UNLV's ground game against Utah State, which Utah State not known for their run defense. Uh, Aiden Robbins, 28 rushes for 81 yards, 2.9 yards a carry. Uh, I like Miles Kendrick, that Kansas transfer that came in in New Mexico. 14 and a half is too much. I'm locking up the Lobos at the Death Star. Let's fucking go. Check that. That's not a border battle. The whole state of Arizona is in between those two schools. Uh, <laughs> good thing you guys are good at picking games. <laughs> Blame the whiskey. That's right. That's right. My geography, never my strong suit here. Uh, but a Southwestern vibe nonetheless. I have been very impressed with UNLV to this point. Um, spread is sitting at, oh, that's a lot of points. 14 and a half. Damn, dude. Check this out. Rocky log. Actually, I've been pretty impressed with New Mexico this season. Like as far as from last year to this year, not as far as like being a contender in the mountain West, but I think this defense is pretty good. And I thought miles Kendrick brings an element to their offensive attack that they've been missing for years. I think Rocky log will be able to keep this defense, uh, this UNLV offense in check a little bit, 14 and a half is too many points. Give me the Lobos lock it up. Let's go. I'm not locking it, yeah. but I am on the Lobos. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, UNLV's been a nice story sitting at three and one, but they shouldn't be favored by over two touchdowns against anybody, really. So give me New Mexico. I thought it was a pretty easy pick when I was just go- scrolling through picking the games. I didn't think about actually betting it, but you know what? It's not a bad play. Do it. Let's do it. Yes, these weekdays. Friday night. Let's go. Let me ask you this Is Marcus Arroyo on Colby Dance uh, Diamond in the Rough coaching list? He's doing a great job, but hopefully not this Friday. All right, yeah. <laughs> let's go. I might even I might even fuck with a money line play there. I might even fuck. They were outgained by over a hundred yards to Utah State last you think week. The five interceptions. Are they going to get five interceptions this week? UNLV. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you think the Death Star is uh, going to be uh, lit this week, or are we looking at another no, no. low thousands crowd? They here? should play this at Sam Boyd. Let's fuck that stupid filthy dome. All right, next up. We moved to Saturday, but before oh, oh, what's that? If we're, if we're moving to Saturday, num- number two boys. Oh, there we, there we go. Knock it back. There's points. Knock it back. Twenty three and the two point. Johnny conversion. Red Floyd to the dome. Twenty eight to twenty five right. right now, but we're not done just yet. Later oh, in this podcast, oh, oh, oh. 
There's a new 28-3, you were saying, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's not that Falcons, not Atlanta, Patriots, it is now game. app. Yeah. Not Addle, it's app. Okay. Uh, well, look, folks, before we get to Saturday, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by No House Advantage. Yes, No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pickup contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250K in cash. Holy shit. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for corrected picks, and climb up that leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and win 20 times the amount you enter if you hit all your picks. You can bet up to five player props over unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and even NASCAR. Uh, make sure you check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but where you play. You don't want to miss out on this one. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by Babbel. If you're like me, you know, there's a foreign language out there that maybe uh maybe you just slept in Spanish class in high school. Yeah. That was me. Maybe you regret not learning it in school, right? Well, it's never too late to uh make a make, make a wrong right. You know what I mean? And and that's with Babbel, all right? Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. I mean, that's more it's more than fucking how many people are going to see Avatar this weekend. All right, <laughs> let's go. Uh, thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can you can finally cross that new language off your bucket list with Babbel. What's great for for morons like me? Only ten minute lessons. All right, look, you get me. I, there's a reason why I was falling asleep in high school. All right. ADD yeah. and and no uh what is that? Well, I was up late watching No Adderall. I was really up late watching the Portland State Vikings game. <laughs> True. And then when I came and then when I came into class, I was a bit I was a bit tired. First period I had to block scheduling like 2 hours of Spanish come on. Right? I was falling asleep, all right? I thought it was a Hawaii game. Yeah, the Hawaii game too. Yeah. Portland State at Hawaii. No, right? There you go. It was a Glanville Jones matchup. Um uh anyway, Look, the ten-minute thing sold me. It sold me. So, come on, learn a new language. They, they, these other language learning apps are using AI for their lesson plans. All right, they, look, you don't need to go to Skynet to hear your fucking lessons. All right, ba- Babbel's lessons were created by over 150 language experts. All right, and voice by real native speakers, not computers. This isn't the fucking BCS. All right, <laughs> their, their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. All right. And look, it's not just Spanish. You can learn French, Italian, German. I wonder if you can speak Patty C on there. Uh, Actually, I mean, you might be able to, to speak NC Nick after two drinks, like Dick Hall Don says in the chat. <laughs> Chat's cracking me up this week. <laughs> <laughs> Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, you can get up to fifty-five percent off. All right, that's more than half, Patty C. All right, <laughs> when you go to babbel.com/sgp, that's b-a-b-b-e-l.com/sgp for up to fifty-five percent off your subscription. Babbel, it's language for life, baby. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get the best deal possible. And look, the app provides key player stats, game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, like perhaps that Utah State game in the rain. You're gonna you're gonna want to know that. We got a fucking hurricane coming through all these games. You're gonna want to know all this stuff. All right. It also has a bet tracker, so betters can uh, keep records of all your games and betting activities. So go to oddstrader.com/bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets.